0: You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello and welcome to this kind of classic Arnold episode. We've done Arnold before, we'll do him again. He's, we're kind of a huge fan. We in fact have another one coming up in not too long. So, I don't know what it is about him, it's his charm, but this is also like another huge sci-fi movie we're doing, so it's really appropriate, I hope you guys enjoy it, etc. Enjoy. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, please join me and CineProv at the Flesh Gordon show. It's going to be on Friday this time, which is unusual of course, but same time, uh, same place. I will be riffing on this show, so if you're interested in Flesh Gordon, which I wouldn't be if people weren't riffing it, uh, come out. I'll see you there, and then afterwards we can get a drink around the corner. Uh, So without further ado, join us for Total Recall.
1: Hello, questers. This is Mandy, the host of Caster Quest, inviting you to enjoy our podcast where we explore the rich and vibrant world of Patrick Rothfuss' best-selling fantasy series The Kingkiller Chronicle, soon to be adapted as a major motion picture and television show produced by the award-winning creator of Hamilton, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Hungry for more content? Perhaps you will enjoy our recaps of HBO's Game of Thrones, Over the Garden Wall, animated Batman films, or our world-famous erotic fanfiction reads. Whatever you're in the mood for, if you love a good story, humor, impromptu parody songs, and thousands of pop culture references, you'll enjoy our show. You can find Cast Request on SoundCloud, iTunes, and of course, our amazing network, the Earth Station One Network at ESOPodcast.com.
0: Welcome to My of Childhood. This week we watched 1990's Total Recall. Uh, I don't know. Paul Verhoeven getting out some capitalist angst again, I guess. I'm Nick Coffin, editor of Dude Letter and host of My Defender Childhood, Refron and all-around greatest person ever. And on panel I have...
1: Jeremy. I'm Matthew W. Quinn, author of the teen horror novel The Thing in the Woods and a bunch of other stuff on Amazon, too. Awesome.
0: Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, man.
1: Um,
2: We'd all
0: seen this before, right?
2: Had you? Um, This was my first time seeing it all the way through. Like, I'd seen all of it in bits and pieces on TV, and, like, even now finally for the first time watching it all the way through i had indeed seen every single part of it just not in order
1: i have never seen it i never seen it at all i just remember seeing a picture showing someone's eyes popping out of their heads
2: Yeah. yeah
1: i mean
0: i think jeremy more like you i i don't know when the last time if ever i'd sit down and seen the whole thing this is the kind of movie that was like Going to a buddy's house and watching uh, like sleepover kind of up all night movie right for reasons other than like boobs for no reason It's a 90s action movie. That's kind of what we watched
2: that in stupid comedies, right? It's definitely on the cusp of you know the end of the 80s cuz it's still very 80s mm-hmm. I mean, Look
1: at all the all the haircuts the women have yeah very 80s.
0: Well, and it's a Verhoeven too so it's violent in a way that movies stopped being Um, I appreciate squibs though, like people react to them and there were a lot of squibs for no reason in this. It's, it's phenomenal. Can every
1: bullet hit a major blood vessel?
0: Well, it's better than now where like Stallone gets shot a thousand times, but doesn't feel it because they add it in CGI later. Mm -hmm. Oh. Right, like, and and so I appreciate that there's something there. So someone's like shoulder flings back because there's a little pouch of gunpowder that goes off on them. Mm-hmm. Right, it's an actual little explosive, so they react. Now, again, this is Verhoeven, and if you haven't seen RoboCop, they liquefy a guy in the first five. Like Murphy is torn to shreds, and one of probably the most disturbing scenes in like mainstream cinema. Yeah. Um, I said mainstream. I know. You, I know. <laughs> I visited your snuff room, but. The red, uh, r- the red room of pain—is that what Jeremy has? Yeah, pretty much, and and a Serbian film in um, oh. Betamax. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> extra sleazy. Extra sleazy.
1: <laughs> the metric system.
0: Um, before Just, we go too far, uh, Mr. Quinn, would you like
1: to give us a plot synopsis? Okay, that's good. Our, um, I can do that. The um, starts out with. Um, a man and a woman in spacesuits on Mars, and the man falls off a cliff. His faceplate is shattered, and the vacuum kicks in, and his eyes start popping up. Then he wakes up in bed with Sharon Stone, and it turns out he's a construction worker in near-future Los Angeles who wants to move to Mars, and his wife won't let him. So he decides he's going to get a um, f- memories implanted of visiting Mars from like a company that provides fake memories of experiences he's never had. Only then something goes wrong. He thinks he he starts acting like he's a secret agent, and then his various people, including his own wife, try to kill him. And soon he's off on an adventure, not knowing what's real and what's not. And it's
2: pretty cool. Violence Uh, ensues.
1: Violence, lots of violence ensues. Lots of exploding blood everywhere.
0: Yeah, and um, so I guess if. If you couldn't tell by our atrocious accents. This is also a Schwarzenegger vehicle and a Paul Verhoeven vehicle and a Michael Ironsize vehicle. Like, you could put this same cast in any situation, and it's pretty much any movies from the late 80s through early 90s. Um, And it's phenomenal. Again, this is kind of a classic. And like Jeremy said, I it, it was on TV a lot. So. Oh, yeah. I don't know how you saw bits of it, but that's kind of... It was like a TNT late afternoon kind of Um, movie.
2: I don't know if it was HBO or Showtime or what, but I definitely remember the blood and everything. I think this is when I first learned the term human shield. (laughs) Because,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, the guy who gets shredded on the escalator.
2: Yeah. And then
0: this would be followed up by what then? Um, Demolition Man and Judge Dredd and The (laughs) Running Man.
2: No, Running Man was before this, I think, yeah. No,
0: no, I just been on HBO, like oh, on a Saturday oh, yeah, afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> the Saturday afternoon bloodbath. <laughs> this, the, the late '80s Reagan hour of. Well, we just need to shoot them down before they can get to us. Um, okay, yeah, so we can get in from there. Uh, this movie is kind of based around the premise. Well, we don't know what's real and what's not. The company Recall can Im- proves that you can implant memories. And so we don't know, as Matt said, if this is the fantasy that he asked for, where he wanted to go to Mars, date a woman with kind of frizzy black hair, because that was what was in his dreams, and be the hero of his
1: own spy novel. But is he a replicant, you think?
0: A replicant? No, I I don't think he's a a replicant.
1: It was a a joke. Well,
0: I wish I could tell when you were making jokes. Um... No, I mean, we, the whole thing is he doesn't know if this is a memory or not. And there's people throughout trying to convince him that it's not a memory. It's him still in the, the total recall thing, which is supposed to take two weeks. And two weeks comes up a lot. So it's kind of interesting.
1: What do you guys want to talk about? You're staring at me blankly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we can talk... Well. Acting? Well, okay. I'll, okay. Acting, about yes, acting. Let's I'll go talk to acting. acting. Let's never. Right. Let's do science. I like how they have Olympus Mons, the, pier, the, pier, the pyramid mine in Mars look like it's in Olympus Mons. we are talking like a old volcano the size of a continent, and it's got both moons. Thing is, Mars has an atmosphere. It's just not breathable. Right. So the vacuum wouldn't be an issue. I mean, everyone might start suffocating, but no one's eyes are getting sucked out of their head.
2: You know this from experience. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I'm really a Martian.
0: I just assumed they were doing the airplane thing, where since there's a difference in pressure, you'd get sucked out of the plane. Hmm. Right. I mean, that's that's why you can't get sucked out of an airplane. It would be bad. But, okay, so essentially the whole thing is there's supposed to be a mine on Mars in something they call the Great Pyramid, which is supposed to be Olympus Mons or whatever, where they've apparently discovered alien technology. This is where it gets real bullshitty. Um, where previously they had just been mining unobtainium, um, which is a magical material which creates oxygen and makes power. But it turns out that the aliens had developed a magical system, which Arnold Schwarzenegger's character may not or may, or may not have figured out, and that's why... <sighs> Who's the other guy trying to kill him? It's not... Cohagen. Cohagen played by who? Is that an actor I should know?
2: Well, Ronnie Cox is the big... The big bad cop. That means, uh, Uh, yes. uh, Yes, he was the villain in Paul Verhoeven's previous film, RoboCop. Uh, RoboCop.
0: Him and the dad from that 70s show.
2: Uh, Clarence Boddicker, one of the best villains ever.
0: Oh, my God. Bitches, leave. (laughs) Just a bunch of balding white guys with, like, strong jaws and guns. That's all you need in the 80s. I love it. I love it so much. Is this better
2: than RoboCop? This
0: is better. No, RoboCop's the better movie. RoboCop.
2: RoboCop. I mean, there is in Total Recall the underpinnings of, like you said, you know, the capitalist critique kind of, but RoboCop takes that to eleven. I mean, RoboCop is also much funnier. Like yes, like here you have some jokes. But like
0: Robocop has the commercials, Robocop mm-hmm. has the the I'd buy that for a dollar which is
1: so stupid, but it comes back <laughs> enough that it's a running joke, which is great. Yeah, this movie had the black cab driver character I thought was pretty funny.
0: Oh, he wasn't bad. the 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 stripper, the midget stripper Thumbelina was pretty great. <laughs> oh yeah, that was well, funny. and it's good because she comes back, right? Everyone in a Ver- Verhoeven film has a role to play, and she <laughs> she's practically a character you'd write, Matt, so an, a little person with an Uzi. <laughs> yeah,
1: that that good... book is not yet available, people, but someday.
2: <laughs> someday. That is a good point. There are no wasted characters in this. Like even people that would seem like throwaway characters come back. Like his friend on the construction site who he asks about recall, mm-hmm. he comes back and he turns out to be, you know, a henchman. Yeah. And just, yeah. You know, the first time you see Benny, you know, he asks, you know, do you want a taxi ride? And then Arnold Schwarzenegger just goes off and does his own thing for like five minutes and then comes back and there's Benny again.
0: There's Benny again. Because
2: I got five kids, man. Yeah.
0: I mean, and he even gets, you know, ends up in what probably is supposed to be like 42nd Street before Giuliani. <laughs> and, um, you know, a little girl goes up to try to grift him and ask for, uh, pretends like she can tell his uh, birthday, right? Mm-hmm. And gives him, you know, and so he gives her a couple bucks. Later, we see her suffocating when Cohagen cuts off the air. There's no one who doesn't come back in some way um, and matter. Everyone matters, which maybe leads to the fact that it's a dream. Right? Like, the, the, in real life, there are wasted characters. I'm not going to walk by the same checkout clerk three times in the same movie. Right? Like, yeah. I don't know. It, <laughs> Who to think you to... I mean... Chris Nolan stole a lot of this for Inception Is what we're saying (laughs) Uh, We were talking Chris Nolan during this movie Uh, I feel bad for Jeremy when we do these Because sometimes Jeremy actually wants to pay attention And we're just (laughs) literally talking shit the whole time when Matt gets like into that mode, he checks his phone. But I'm making jokes to no one, and Jeremy feels obliged to make me feel like I'm funny, which I'm often not. So.
1: This movie, I wasn't on phone mode very much, and I just was mostly checking no. on something. I was just I wanted to keep tabs on. If I, I wasn't really bored, this was pretty entertaining.
0: This was a good movie. Yeah. I, I I do kind of miss this era of non self important action. Milv. Like there's something it's saying. It's doing something. It's not just violence for violence' sake. But it also isn't the, like the later Expendable film where there's no joy left in them, right? There's still there's still fun in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it Another movie we should do soon uh, in the same era is Hard Target with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, like, that's great. Uh, you know, some of the earlier Wu movies are great like that. Yeah. I guess we kind of bottom out right around um, face-off, which I think is fun, but it's literally the extremity of what this can be before it becomes stupid. Have you seen Hard Target? No, I haven't. It's amazing. It's... (laughs) It has. Jean-Claude Van Damme has his uncle. And who is that uncle? Wilford Brimley.
2: Doing a Cajun accent. Yes. (laughs) Firing a bow and arrow. Riding a horse talking about yes, he diabetes. Rides, he rides a horse away from a building that explodes. I mean, if that doesn't convince you to see it, I don't know what does. I had a shotgun, but a ate it. I love this movie. It's so, so
0: good. Oh, uh. I mean, yeah. th- this movie has stupid shit in it. Like, he has a tracking chip that's apparently up his nose that they can scramble by
1: wrapping a wet towel around his around head. the Around the top of his head, not the <laughs> middle of his face. Not around his face like a balaclava. No, on his head like a turban. And then he pulls it out with, like, a screwdriver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's painful to watch. I'll give him that.
0: <laughs> the effects on this are great. They're all practical, and it's just... <laughs> I'm going to pull a giant Christmas light out through my nose... And um, I mean, and the the little touches here or there are all great. Like you said, there's squibs in the ground. Like everything <laughs> explodes in blood um, when he gets eventually to Mars. I mean, spoilers for a movie that they remade really shit. Did you see the remake?
2: Yeah. Is it joyless? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, kind it of. It was in the
1: theaters show, for like two weeks and then they shut it down, didn't they?
0: Well, I think they were blinded by the fact that the remake of. Uh, which one came out first, Dread or RoboCop? Dread.
2: I think, mm,
1: well, Dread imploded I think Dread too. Dread came out later. So was it RoboCop that came out first? One of them did well. It's, it's RoboCop then, RoboCop because Cops Dread, because okay. Dread and Total Recall, both of them, f- both of them failed monumentally so quickly. They're out of theaters in like a month or less.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's why I wanted to do this. Not because this is some big anniversary, the twenty eighth an- or the seventh. 17- yeah, twenty eighth anniversary of this movie coming out. Um, but I just, when that remake came out with Colin Farrell and I was just like, he's not the kind of person who should do this. It's a stupid movie. It's like running man. Like it should come from the fact that it's so over the top that it's entertaining and he's just not the guy to do it. Chris Pratt is the guy to do it. I know that that's terrible.
1: (sighs) If I, if I was still posting on the message board, I could do an alternate history. You know, what if Chris Pratt in total recall remake of course, it did so badly, it couldn't have done worse. And I mean, A, you're you're not wrong. It couldn't have done worse. B, he's
0: already remaking shit he shouldn't be remaking, which is the Jurassic Park movies. Uh, technically, they're sequels, but they're structured the same. They're not very interesting. I saw the first one. It was fine. Now they're
2: tempting me with Jeff Goldblum. I'm going to have to see it.
0: Give in you to the temptation.
2: The only scene is what's in the preview. Of course it yeah. is. How much would you pay to see 15 minutes of Fresh Goldbloom? <laughs> fresh Goldbloom. <laughs> well, we pretty much got that in Thor Ragnarok. So.
0: And that was great. Yeah. He was good in Thor Ragnarok. I love Thor Ragnarok. I just. Yeah. Why remake movies from the 80s? I'm sure there's some other bullshit that Philip K. Dick wrote that you can do.
1: Well, no one, no one is doing anything original these days, even though there's plenty of original stuff out there. Hint, hint, Hollywood. Buy my book. He's going to make the same stupid joke. Thank you, Matt. What's buy up? my book. Buy my book. <laughs> <laughs> All you're going to do is just cock a gun on, on the speaker and that'd be perfect.
0: I'm really surprised you haven't gotten to like Hollywood and even do script doctoring at this point. Because put your money where your mouth is, man. Do it. But, I mean, but talking about this movie, uh, Mars itself, I think, looks okay. It's filmed inside of... Like, the beginning part is this concrete jungle stereotype. You're right, I think it's set in L.A. It looks like all the 70s and 80s horrible architecture of just endless concrete stairs and intertwining kind of visual distances. When they get to Mars, it looks actually kind of impressive. It's 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 bright red. It's, it's dingy. It's dusty. The inside looks kind of like um, an industrial hellscape. It's really awful. Um, and they... Kind of wander this world that clearly is a very built set, with the exception of possibly the Hilton. But you have this—I don't know—this
1: this this
0: dump that he goes to visit, which is essentially uh, like a like a red light district, uh, uh, you know, a stomping ground.
1: I think it's Venusville, or the and one of the places is called the Last Resort.
0: <laughs> anyway,
1: yeah, man. Um, so, so what else? What what else piqued your interest, Matt? Well. They're talking about you know selling the people air and marking up the price just to make just to make more money off them. They kind of need air, but the thing is, I'm going to economics teacher mode here. It's very hard to, you know, I'm trying to think of the wrong. There's words here saying it can't be some can't be duplicated, and it's restrictable. We like sell water. F-
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll but, find a way to sell air. The thing
1: is, you. There's public areas where you can't keep people from going if they don't buy the air. You could maybe cut off an air supply to an individual's house.
0: Well, I mean, but the idea is that this is an old factory town, so there's nowhere to go, right? Because you can't go outside into Mars. Mm-hmm. And if, you can tr- if he controls all the property and all the land and all the mines, he can cut off the air to whomever he pleases. And he clearly doesn't mind killing people. That's the idea,
1: right? It's, a company, it's supposed to be a company town yeah. to the eleven.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what this is supposed to be. I mean, which is they make very clear he owns everything, right? That's mm-hmm. why he can cut off power to an entire, he calls it a sector, but it's, you know,
1: a few city blocks. The thing is it's not, it's, it's. you were talking about being company town, but they don't call it um, mining company ville. It's a federal oh, colony. No, they
0: did. It was not a federal colony. It
1: says Mars Federal Colony on the screen a couple times. I thought it referred to the, ta- the guy.
0: I thought it referred to the guy.
1: Is he, he the governor, maybe? I mean, he could be doing a boss hog thing where he's the mayor and owns all the property. Phil Air,
0: I'm trying to figure this out. But someone's going to correct us. <laughs> <don't>. Phil Air. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, we no. could
1: sing a song. Don't,
0: please. I I left in the last couple songs. You'll go, you guys are going to eventually regret singing. Highway to the <laughs> danger zone. <laughs> And you guys sang the credits to uh, the Adams family too, which
1: recently. ba 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 bum. Yeah, I don't even remember. Come on, go along with me, please. Don't do it by myself. It's weird. Um. Anyway, what we
0: should talk about is uh, Quado and the rebellion because we haven't talked about them at all yet. Uh. So there's a rebellion going on, called uh. Well, I don't even think they're given a name actually. Um. But the whole notion of it. Was that they're trying to overthrow this company which controls everything and is mining the town until whatever right until it, it collapses um, With that in mind, they're led by a psychic by the name of Quato
1: Not Watto not a junk dealer with wings No,
2: it is Quato uh, And his name is Quato and he loves to get blatto. Oh I apologize for that. That,
1: that is, I was a little quicker because he started freestyling and you go along with it. That was
0: uh, from The Simpsons. Yeah. He was not, in fact, freestyling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so regardless, what ends up happening is Quado is a psychic in charge of this rebel group that is trying to overthrow the company and, uh, I, end question mark.
2: And free the
0: air. And free the air. This is the plot of Spaceballs.
2: So so there was
1: no of Mars. Well, Melania is what she Princess
0: Valium or Hooker Valium? It's Melania. Melania is the name of the president's wife.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Donald. This one's better looking than your wife. Uh,
0: that's funny. His address is... I'm
1: kidding. Um, but yeah, so Roddy Cox
0: is pissed off because his good buddy... Hoser has gone away and that's or Hauser, Hauser. Cass-
1: Yes, yeah. go? You're getting to a major plot point there.
0: Yeah, so the question always is who is actually I almost said Donald Trump who's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Really is he this construction ter- uh, Construction worker named Quaid is he a guy named Hauser who is talking to him through the the, the video we see earlier in the film where he pulls the thing out through his nose and in later is in a video with ronnie cox pretending like they're best friends we don't actually get to the answer of any of these things this movie based on a book called uh those who whatever uh, we, we can, can f-
2: remember it for you wholesale which is along in the weird philip k dick titles like do androids dream of electric sheep the answer yes, yes. um <laughs> but yeah i don't I know i i i think this
0: this kind of gets to it it was going to be made by dino de Laurentiis and Richard Dreyfuss mm. and then Patrick Swayze <laughs> and then Cronenberg was attached to direct which is where i assume they got Quado from
2: yeah a and, lot a of, lot of body horror in this
0: lot of a lot of face vaginas and William Hurt ultimately ended up wanting to be in the lead role and then they dropped him
2: uh, he eventually did altered states, so um, he's happy.
0: When the adaptation of Dune went to the d- box office, De Laurentiis lost enthusiasm for the project in any sci-fi movies. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, this movie was the most expensive film ever made at the time, at sixty-five million dollars, and it netted two hundred and sixty
2: i'm sure adjusted for inflation cleopatra was still higher i uh, think that cost somewhere in the neighborhood of like 300 million
0: yeah that was huge and there was two billion extras yeah anyway um i don't know man uh I, I i we're struggling because it's a good movie and we don't have a lot to talk about it's weird it's fun i don't think it's the highest quality movie we've done but it You don't get much more fun than this movie where Arnold actually freaks out a little bit in in a way that Stallone never
2: really does. Like
0: Arnold, I think, is the most fun of the action movie stars of the 80s and 90s, right?
2: Yeah, I think he's definitely self-aware. I mean, he knows he's not a great actor. He knows why he's being hired for these. He's got the muscles. He can beat people up. And, you know, the occasional one-liner, yeah. But, I mean, he's never going to do Shakespeare. No. And he knows it. He doesn't... like To be
0: or not to be, that is the question. But frankly, that's the problem with Stallone, where he thinks he's going to be doing Shakespeare and he wants to give himself these incredible lines which, when he delivers, don't sound like anything. Yeah. I mean, it's the truth, right? With the exception of the first Rocky, he just shouldn't do these things. Yeah. Um. Mm. You know, and it's worth thinking about because there are a lot of movies This like, it's why he can pull off something like Jingle All the Way, which is a shitty movie, but kind of funny, and no one else should try. (laughs) I am Turbo Man, give me the Turbo Man doll.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he'll never be accused of, you know, reaching beyond his grasp. And that's why I think he's lasted so long, because, I mean... You can never be disappointed by an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. No. Dream the impossible
1: dream, man. Shoot for Shakespeare, Arnie. Go for it.
0: I, I, I mean, he's been in crap, but it's generally not his fault. Like, look, look at the later Terminator movies. He was still Terminator in all of them. Like, it's not like he played it any differently than he did in Terminator 2. No. And Terminator 2 is a masterpiece. Oh, yeah. You know, so it, it really down to the other people who kind of ruined the movie for the rest of us mm-hmm. um, I do like to see him in sci-fi though because it's
2: clearly things he doesn't really understand but doesn't care We found the one fan of the sixth day right here
1: <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot about that shit. That's time for my another episode of myopia Oh
2: my god, uh, that thing no, is No, we're, we're not doing
0: that one We're not, no, not going to do I was going to pull up his filmography, but I'm sure it's a thousand things long, isn't it? Mm-hmm I mean, I've even seen, uh, what's that? his bodybuilding movie? Get, um, ho-
1: get Pumped or something? No.
0: <laughs> get Pumped is his masturbating movie. Um, oh, my God. Pumping Iron. Pumping Iron, thank you. 77 Pumping Iron. But we've done several of his movies already. We've done Conan. We've done this now. We've done, I know Kindergarten Cop we talked about doing. I don't think we actually did it. We've done The Batman and Robin, which is bad. We, we need to do Predator. Uh, Predator, I think, uh, is coming up later this year. Yes. And we've done Commando, too, which is also awesome. Commando might be his best move. His, my, my Like, in this genre, I think that might be his best.
2: That's probably like his ultimate 80s movie. Yeah, like totally. Where there's explosions just for no reason. Wanton violence, one liners, no plot, just let's kill everything. I didn't want to do this, but now I have to kill you.
0: Um. God I mean and just yeah end of days 6 day collateral damage gross all of them he was in junior where he was nominated for uh no he won a golden globe for
1: best actor in a comedy oh, or musical God. for junior yeah that's the one where as a pregnant man right
0: uh yes uh twins was the one where he was just Danny DeVito's twin which was weird which is a weird movie um Wow Spike got 15% Of this movie's gross He made a yeah. shitload of money Oh yeah He made it For a while He was the highest paid actor In Hollywood Um And we We will ultimately do True Lies And Last Action Hero I'm gonna call it now True Lies is awesome True Lies is amazing yes. Last Action Hero Was just stupid mm-hmm. But still kind of fun stupid Um so I guess we're to the end here, pretty much. Uh, we'll start with you, Matt. Uh, what do you think? Final thoughts.
1: I thought it was pretty entertaining. It was rarely, if ever, boring. And most of the stuff that had, I had some issues with were just you know really petty, like you know, the, the climax of a movie involving a, some sort of alien reactor that could transform Mars. I'm a, I did get to have a nice Dune joke in there. You know, and so Paul Muad'Dib saved Arrakis. And you have to see Dune to get it, and I'm not going to go into more for spoiler reasons. We, we reviewed the episode already. It already mm. came out. Basically, they set off the reactor, and it causes Olympus Mons to start belching oxygen to the point uh, Mars gets an atmosphere in like about five minutes, just like in the end of Dune when um Paul becomes emperor and he makes it rain. I watched that
0: with you not a month and a half ago and I don't remember any of that shit.
1: <laughs> don't explain the joke. Oh no, I'm not
0: no. I just literally I don't remember anything about doing other than being bored out of my mind.
1: Mm. Um it might it might be for the best, Nick. It was boring.
0: It was very boring. Uh thank you, Matt. Jerry, what do you
2: got? Um, it's a really good movie. I think it's the last true eighties movie. In terms of the excessive violence, the one-liners and things like that, it's high concept, but at the same time, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, Really, it just wants you to have fun with it, even though there is a lot going on, but that's just in the service of making things go quick. It's, yeah, I mean, just go in, have fun, and you'll, you'll love it.
0: Yeah, man. And just building, I guess, finally, this is just about the, uh, kind of the apex of his kind of ridiculous career. He's doing some more fun things now, but a lot of it's weird rebooty stuff that I'm not a big fan of. So I, I I think the fun part about it is rapidly ending. So movies like this are where I go back to, uh, running man, this, um, I can't watch Batman anymore. That one's terrible. But, you know, Terminator 2, True Lies is a lot of fun. Last Action Hero is stupid. It's really stupid, but it's kind of fun. So, the these these are the movies I think I'd go back to. Um, and he's in that era where everyone did everything. So, there's the kid movie where he's in a Kindergarten Cop. That one's stupid. He does Jingle All the Way, which is the comedy Christmas movie. That's stupid. I just kind of enjoy these over-the-top movies cuz they don't make them like this anymore. I, The closest you get kind of are the Fast and the Furious movies. But there, everyone's invincible, so it's really Mm -hmm. dumb. Here, he's kind of like a god come down from heaven, fighting for all of us. And this movie doesn't really have an ending. You don't know whether it's true or not. So um, I appreciate that. However, so, um, you know, I'm not going to give too much away here. This is a nice and easy one. Uh, Your hint for next week. This is based on a TV show that we already mentioned once in this episode, so good luck with that. Um, So tune in next week and every future week when we put another piece of your past on trial. Thanks, guys. Myopia Defender Childhood is a member of the ESO Network and produced by the Letter Podcast. It is hosted by Nick Poppins edited by nick hoffman and candace burns the theme song is caroline by the serenaders and their music is available on amazon please rate and review us on itunes stitcher or wherever you get your podcast and tune in next week when we we'll put another little piece of your past on trial.
2: thanks this has been a broadcast of the eso network your station for all things geek Classic current and beyond. Part of the crew at ESONetwork.com.